0: what's up everyone welcome back to another episode of the elite mentality Uh, as always if you guys need anything real estate related here in south florida or anywhere across the us the team that i'm a part of and that drew our guest here is a part of uh is growing and expand and expanding very rapidly so if you need anything or if you have any interest in joining uh team bc whether that is by me or over by drew in lakeland florida uh feel free to reach out to me or him uh all the social media links will be in the description so drew appreciate you having having you on brother what's going on
1: hell yeah man yeah it's good to be here it's uh good to be on your podcast my friend how are you
0: good man and i know uh we did something like this before but like the live or the audio or some shit just it went south (laughs)
1: technical technical difficulties you would say Right.
0: right so i mean we've had these conversations like we were just talking about we could talk about this shit for you know, hours and hours, but just so people know where both of us are coming from <clears throat> and brought us here. And for those of the people that follow us on social media, because I'm sure a lot of the people listening to this do kind of our backstory. So, you know, I know that you've been through a lot of stuff before you got into real estate. So just, I guess like a five minute recap of sure. I was like getting into real estate and like what you did before and why even real estate was of course. On.
1: Of course, yeah. Um, So, you know, starting out, um, I've lived in Florida now for, let's say, I moved here in 2015. Um, So I've been here since then. It'll be six years later on this month, I believe. And I've had a few jobs um, since moving to Florida. But, you know, what I did right before this, which kind of led me into where I'm at now, was a sales job. Um, I worked in Tampa at Red Bull. Um, it was a beverage distribution company, you know, like the drink, the energy drink that everyone goes crazy about Red Bull. Um, yeah, basically just sales, marketing, delivery. Um, it was a very, uh, just straightforward sales job that I did for a few years. And I mean, there was a lot in that job that kind of got me prepared, I would say for this career, um, it was like my first sales experience really. So, yeah. I mean, a lot of my interactions with people going into this business kind of carried over pretty smoothly. Um, just a ton of conversations, a ton of tough conversations right. and a lot of person to person interactions. So, um, that's what I did immediately, you know, for the last several years. But before that I've always had, uh, some type of customer service job, some type of service job, um, always working around people for the most part.
0: Yeah. After being in real estate, would you go back into that?
1: Hell no. <laughs> Once you find out how much money you make from working in real estate, yeah. um, the, the time spent working just seems much less worth it at like a nine to five job. So like yeah. the thought of going back <laughs> to like showing up to work for pennies whenever I could be, you know, I, I mean, you can make cold calls from your couch. Totally. So you commit, I've made cold calls on the beach before. So, you know, that sure beats working in a factory or working 12 hour shifts or whatever that may be.
0: For sure. And that kind of shattered my reality getting into it because (laughs) like you, I was in the customer service and I think most people are, let's be honest. If if you're trying to make decent money in quotations and work like a, an easy job to get, you're either going to be in a restaurant or some type of delivery job or some, something like that. You know what I mean? So that when you start to get into construction and stuff, I know you did that sort of stuff, but a lot of people will take that onto a career and you can make good money in construction. But when it comes to doing those types of jobs, you think you're like the man when you made like 300 bucks
1: you're like oh fuck yeah you, <laughs> you know yeah but, you get a you get a week that you know you work like overtime pouring concrete or something oh, yeah. and then you make like a thousand bucks in a week and you're like oh man i'm loaded. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then you do the math and you're like shit that's only fifty two thousand a year you know but mm-hmm. now us being in real estate we're like all right 100k it's like yeah that's great to make it's a great benchmark but when you start meeting some of these high rollers and what they make you're like that ain't shit that, yeah, when you find
1: when you start mingling with people that make that in a month, and then you're like, wait a minute,
0: right? right. That's realistic. I know because that it shattered my reality when I would because I was doing like bar backing and busing tables and all that type of shit. I would never go back to that in a million years after being in real estate, but
1: I thought I was making Dude. good ass money. <laughs> I really thought I Dude, would. it would take a lot, it would take a lot for someone to get me to go back to that. I mean, obviously, um. Certain people like they don't have a, they don't have like the drive that keeps them from going back type of thing. Yeah. But I feel like I've had so many jobs that don't pay me or anyone for that matter what they're worth in like the labor or the the amount of work that goes into it. You know, the, the constant um, making someone else money. You know, I feel like now that I've got that little taste of of doing something on my own, um, I feel like I I couldn't go back. Like, I feel like I would lose my mind if I went back to something like that.
0: Honestly, dude, you, you probably would, you know, you would just be constantly stressed. Even if you were getting by with your bills, you're just like, I have no money coming in.
1: Cause that's what probably
0: feels like after being in real estate and collecting checks for a couple thousand and more, you know? And I remember the first time when I was like doing the math, and I didn't know shit about real estate. I was still like getting my license. And I was like, cool. So you can get a listing. And typically the standard is like, what you'll make is like two or 3% off of it. And I was like, cool. So if I sell like an $800,000 home and I did the math and I was like, no, no, no. I'd like clear the calculator. <laughs> I like did it again. And I was like, no, no, no. I, no. <laughs> I could not believe it. I was like, you're telling me if I sell a $3 million home, I'm going to make like six figures. Like this is insane. Um, so it, it definitely shattered my reality. So From that, getting into Team BC, you know, obviously Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I joined Team BC to get access to somebody like Brian, to get access to somebody like that and that type of value and to be with, you know, a group like that and what he created. Obviously, it's it's something that we can't really put into words. We can explain it all day long, but what we have as a as a team and what we're a part of is is really cool and, and unique. But I mean, to get access to somebody like Brian is not easy it's really not easy. And for even modern success, dude, cause that's where I started with. And it's the same for you. Like that is, that's a, for what it is, dude, that's a steal of a program. It really is. It really I is. I thought about
1: that too. You know, I thought about long and hard about like, um, because when I signed up for it, I was, I mean, financially I was, things were really, really tight. Right. And um, you know, there was, something about like making that move to sign up for modern success and and really get the, the ball rolling on that. I was so afraid to do it, but at the the same time I thought that I was making, like when I did it, I thought that I was making an investment that would like change my life. You know, I was very hopeful that like something would start the domino effect. And I mean, it it did just that. So Mm -hmm. like looking back at that, um, at that like moment of, Um, I guess you would say just like being scared or, or being hesitant to, to make that move. Um, I would definitely, definitely, definitely suggest to someone who's looking um, to like improve themselves or whatever, no matter who it is, you know, find a mentor and find one to start out with and work with that person. If it means you have to pay them, I mean, obviously pay them, but don't overpay them. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm for 997 for the whole year. I mean, the fact that I closed like five or six deals in 30 days, um, Mm -hmm. like in a 30 day span, I mean, Holy hell. Like that's not even, you you can't even like compare, you know, like it almost makes it seem like, I mean, I hate to say that like, I'm just careless with money, but I would almost throw away a thousand dollars just to be like, I would have paid 2000 for the results that I've gotten so far. Well, even more. Um,
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So it's like, what we have here in the program is well worth the money. I mean, Brian is so available to us all the time. So I feel like either we got lucky or everyone else just doesn't know it yet.
0: That's what's crazy. But I mean, Brian, obviously he's, he shies a lot of people away because of how he is like, he's going to call you out. But if the people that don't call you out on your shit, this is what my last episode was on. Actually, when you call somebody out on their shit, those are the people that care but you're labeled an asshole, a douchebag. Like I, I do it with friends and family as well. They're like, why would you say that? It's like, somebody has got to fucking say it. It's fucking obvious, you know, like, I guess you're yeah. there. Um, obviously course. there's a way to go about it, but that's probably what drives a lot of people away. But, you know, I was, I was in the same boat as that, like getting into MS. Cause that's where it started. And I was like, Egh. I was like, I hope this is worth it. And this isn't, this isn't a fluke. <laughs> you know what I mean? A fluke. <laughs> so yeah, it was definitely the best investment I've made. And by the way, for everybody listening, we don't make any money or commission or any of that bullshit off of this. We get nothing. We get absolutely yeah. nothing for it besides you guys coming in and getting in. so um, it, it,
1: really of- a, it really is just a it really is just a true story of at least me personally, just looking for someone to help me searching on YouTube, finding someone. Hmm. I was pretty lucky, you know, living in Lakeland, Florida, where I do, um, and having access to Paula, which is the Southeast, uh, team BC regional leader here. Um, you know, she quickly, when I met with her just from like finding them on YouTube and reaching out to them, um, they met with me very quickly. They were able to, you know, promote the business without trying to sell me. Like she was able to tell me about what they offer. Um, there was no sugarcoating it. It was, you know, it's going to be a lot of work. There's a lot of requirements. We're going to hold you accountable. Um, and yeah, like you just said earlier, you know, people need that stuff, whether they want to believe it or not, people need the the little push or the little fire behind them to kind of keep going, you know? So I mean, really, it's, it's just a story about like finding some good people who are really effective and really hard workers and like, um, modeling my business after some of the things that they've told me to do and being consistent. And now like, here we are.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I, I, that's exactly it because we see it. Sometimes people are like, want to join and they're all about it. And then they just vanish because they Mm -hmm. they don't want to be called. They don't want to be put in that position. But like you said, that's something that's a requirement that has to be there. If that's not there, then you're with the wrong group of people, you know? So, I mean, I obviously you've been in the business for some time and you know, a lot has happened. You've had ups, you've had downs, you've had victories and losses. What would you say? I mean, we differ, everyone differs in this. What would you say that keeps you like wanting, wanting to go and wanting to do more? Because that's something that I I just wanted to touch on, not as like a, a motivational type of bullshit type of thing, but so many people are like, Oh, well, like what's basically, what's the point of doing X, Y, or Z, right? Because, we're at a point now where, you know, it's cool to have cars and money and shit like that. But like, what's more valuable is the money. Like, the amount of money I spend on education is more than I'd spend on going out to eat or any of that type of bullshit yeah. that seems to matter more, right? Like, w- what would you say that's like one of the things that's like really wants to keep a fire under your ass? Like, is it is it, yeah. it pushing you or is it something personal? Like, what 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 is that?
1: Um, you know, I, I really think that I have something to prove to myself. Um, I'm being that I'm originally from Illinois and I decided to kind of just pack everything up in my car and move down here. Mm -hmm. And I promised myself that I wouldn't leave until I like created something. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't leave until I, I, um, discovered or established what I set out to do whenever I left Illinois. Um, so one thing that I really want to make sure that I do is. I want to make sure that, you know, it's very easy to say that I want this person to be proud of me, or I want to make my family proud, or I want to do yeah. these things for other people. But I think deep down, like, I want to prove to myself that, you know, all the people that say, oh, I'm not from here, I can't do this, I'm not blah, 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 like, I I want to prove to people that, you know, just th- kind of like defying the odds, like, I want to be that statistic that um, goes out on a limb, risks it all, makes it. And then I want to be able to retire, not retire, but be financially free before I'm 40 years old. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, a big, big thing in my family is just that people work and work and work and work. And we have these blue collar jobs and we work our butts off and we break our backs and then we retire maybe when we're like 65. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. And yeah. And then people living off that retirement. It's a joke. Like, I, you know, I want to make a lot of money. I was always raised to believe that money doesn't buy you happiness, but money buys a lot of things that make you happy and you need money in order to have a stress-free, well, not stress-free, but relatively stress-free retirement. I mean, this is what it is. I don't want to ever have to think about my parents being, you know, in trouble with money. I don't want to think about um, a situation where I'm, you know, just, struggling. Like I I hate the feeling of possibly struggling ever really again. Like I I just don't want to ever deal with that again. So I think it's a combination of a couple of things like um, a deep internal fire from, you know, five, six years ago when I first set out on my journey to like thinking, you know, five, six years in the future about how I'm going to set myself up for retirement. So I didn't think that it would be this achievable until I really met this group of people. Exactly. I always had like hopes, but.
0: Right. Right. And it's very different when you look at it through this lens after, you know, putting money on the line, getting into the coaching program and just kind of starting to climb that ladder and claw away at everything. But you hit the nail on the head. It's not one thing. You know, it's not like this one. Everyone looks for this one thing or that they're like, yeah, well, my dad said I was stupid when I was younger. So like, I'm, I'm on a road to do this. You know, it's, it's yeah. not one thing. Like, you know, even the thing you mentioned, you can agree, like you just said, it's not just this one thing. Like, yes, that's something that's like always in the back of your mind, but it's the fact that you need money and, and everything else, you know? And for me, one of the things that always keeps standing out is like, what else are you going to do? Because yeah, money doesn't necessarily buy happiness in quotes. So everyone says, but you can't do shit without it. And you're just like, let's be honest. Are you going to be happy without it? Like truly like the, the people that end up settling, they settle. they're either homeless or they're hippies or, you know what I mean? Like to each his own, of course, but there's so much more to it, man. Like, like proving it to yourself, proving it to, you know, the people that don't maybe believe in you, but like everyone looks for, and I was caught in that rabbit hole too, of like looking for this hunch, but some people like I grew up. All right. My parents struggle with money similar to yours, like blue collar fucking work their ass off and they're getting a little bit older now and they're still doing the same shit. So obviously I don't want to be in that position, but that time is going to come whether I want it, whether I don't, whether I change my standards, like shit's going to happen. So it's simply merely when you boil it all down, it's the fact of like them not wanting to do something period. Like they are uncomfortable yeah. doing this or they don't feel like doing this. And that's the difference between those people that are financially free and make good money and live a happy, fulfilled life, and the people that aren't. You know, it's it's sad to put it that way, but that's the reality. Let's let's call it how it is. You know what I mean? So that's like you can probably agree with that.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It it really is. Um, and the older that I get, the more I realize also that. And it's such a it's funny because everything is like so cliche, but no risk, no reward. You know. Like it really is about um, not being afraid to fail and setting your sights, you know, to the stars and then ending up on the moon. Like, you know, you would have never made it to the moon if you didn't aim for the stars. So the people that just kind of like start out thinking that their life is going to end up some blue collar, something or another job that makes 60 or 70 a year. And then you have, you know, two, three weeks of vacation a year, like that's great to some people. And where I grew up, that's amazing, right? People think that if you're making $70,000 a year, I mean, that's more than most people's parents made. But I went to high school with like the kids that I went to high school with most people's parents weren't making that much money. So like, I always grew up thinking like, if I can make 80 grand in a year, like I would retire like rich. And like, that's, you know, 80 grand a year in Florida is like, you're barely even like, you know? So, and as the year um,
0: on, it's only going to get worse. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. You get, you get more bills, you have more debt, those kinds of things. So, sure. um, I just think that all in all, like the reason that this is so important to me is just like to get out of that rat race, you know, like I, I don't, I want to like, I want to watch that race. I'm not going to obviously, but like, I, I want to be able to like be outside of that looking in. Like, I want to be someone that's started there, worked my way out of it. And like that chase, but like getting, getting ahead is like, that's really like exciting for me. Like I really am like focused on that now really hard.
0: Yeah. And I started to admire like the smaller things, the things that seem to not matter that much, but it's so nice. Just like the convenience of having the money to not worry about it, you know, like shit can go South. And like, sometimes my reaction is still to be like, Holy shit. But I'm like, dude, I got money. Like chill, chill, you know? Yeah. like. I, I like bang my head over a hundred bucks, but I'm like, it's a hundred bucks. Like you're not fucking bussing tables anymore. <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? that's, that's such a, it's funny you say that. Cause, um, you know, ever since I started paying, um, I, you know, you invest money into your business, right? When you start to try and scale things, you start to invest money in other places, in your business, and you're kind of throwing out money left and right. And then you look at your expenses for the month and you're like, Oh my God. Like <laughs> I spent what? Right. And then you're like, Oh, right, right. Like I have another closing coming up. That's going to be another blank and that's going to be another blank. And you're like, Oh, right, right. Like I'm, I make more money now. Like, um, and so I'm with you there for sure. There's some days where I'm like freaking out because I'll have expenses that are like extraordinary. And I'm like, Oh, that's right. Like we have, we have money, like we can do that. Sure. And then there's other days when you're like, you know, just thinking about it like that when you're like the opposite, when you're like, oh yeah, I'm good. Like yeah. you don't even worry about it. It's weird, dude.
0: It's, that's what I'm saying. Like in the beginning, this all ties in like shattering your reality. It's like, it's kind of a mind fuck when you first get into it. You're like, Whoa, you know what I mean? It's like all of a sudden you're a little it, kid again in this giant ass world. And um, I don't know. It's really but, cool.
1: I think that comes down to man. Cause like, you know, coming back to team BC, I, I think that that, is a lot a lot to do with how we're raised you know like oh. upcoming coming up through the school systems and you know however whoever went to school in public schools or i don't know what they teach everywhere throughout the united states but you know i really feel like we it's not that we're set up to fail it's just that we're not set up to succeed like in school we're learning about things that are only like partially relevant to like what we have to experience then graduating as seniors. So like getting out into the world and not having an idea about, you know, financial literacy, credit, debt, um, assets, real estate, like just, I don't know. Real estate is one of the most widely investable things in the world that people make a million dollars off of. Like, so now that I'm, you know, into my later twenties and just finding out some of these things about how to get ahead in life. I mean, um, all credit, you know, to, to BC and the other mentors that I have, Paula and, yeah. and the team, you know, it's like really shifted my focus about um, why it's important to be, I guess you would say, different from the rest of the, the world. I mean, because such a small percent of people actually um, know what it takes to succeed and then actually like execute those things consistently. Sure. So um, I feel like we are we found like a really a, a money hole. Yeah, I mean...
0: That's like once again for everybody listening, we're not selling this shit. We're just giving yeah. what we feel. And like I, I feel that I don't I can't give enough, you know what I mean, in, in, in return. So if you guys have any consideration of joining real estate or joining a team, or if you have any questions for Drew or me, um, like I said, our social media handles will be down below. Drew, what's your what's your Instagram? Is it just your name? Or
1: yeah, it's it's at Wilson Drew FL. Okay,
0: cool. So that's his Instagram. Feel free to hit him up, give him a follow. Um, same with myself, Drew. I appreciate you taking the time to be on. And uh, you know, like we're we're ending this, but we could sit here and talk for like two hours. So if you guys <laughs> like this episode, that's not mad of it. Feel free to share it. Um, and I guess we'll see you guys on the next one. Any last words, Drew?
1: Hell yes!
0: Hell <laughs> fucking yes! See you guys later.
1: <laughs> Peace.